Hello, and welcome to Between the Stacks, a podcast created and produced by the Odell Public Library. I'm Emily Lenore. And I'm Victoria Horn. On this episode of Between the Stacks, revealing the winners from our BTS short story contest. And, as always, ask a librarian. But first, some announcements. Our small book sale continues, which is in the computer section of the library. All books are free or by donation, and the selection changes periodically, so check back often for any new titles. And virtual story time continues, so catch Miss Katie every Thursday at 7 p.m. on Facebook Live for fun songs, stories, and rhymes. And we would like to give a big welcome to high school intern Zayden and our new janitor, Dawn. We're happy to have you here. Very happy. We've reached the time in the podcast where Victoria tells us the books that are coming this month. So, Victoria, what have you got for us? (laughs) So, for February book order, we have a bunch of adult fiction books, as always. One that I'm super excited about is... A classic from Toni Morrison that has just been republished, Recitative, and I will read the description from Goodreads. Beautiful, arresting short story by Toni Morrison, the only one she ever wrote about race and the relationships that shape us through life, with an introduction by Zadie Smith. Twila and Roberta have known each other since they were eight years old and spent four months together as roommates in the St. Bonaventure shelter. Inseparable at the time, they lose touch as they grow older, only to find each other later at a diner, then at a grocery store, and again at a protest. Seemingly at opposite ends of every problem and in disagreement each time they meet. The two women still cannot deny the deep bond their shared experience has forged between them. Written in 1980 and anthologized in a number of collections, this is the first time Recitative is being (laughs) published as a standalone hardcover. In the story, Twila and Roberta's races remain ambiguous. We know that one is white and one is black, but which is which? And who is right about the race of the woman? the girls tormented at the orphanage. Morrison herself described the story as an experiment in the removal of all racial codes from a narrative about two characters of different races for whom racial identity is crucial. Recitative is a remarkable look into what keeps us together and what keeps us apart and about how perceptions are made tangible by reality. Sounds very interesting. And in historical fiction, we have Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson, another one that I saw a lot on the highly anticipated lists of 2022 novels on Goodreads. And we have Calder Grit by Janet Daly, which will be the second in her series, The Calder Brand. And we have a new book from Christian fiction author Francine Rivers called The Lady's Mine. We have a bunch of mysteries. We have number 28 in the Hannah Swenson series by Joanne Fluke. That's the Carmel Pecan Roll murder. And we have A Game of Fear by Charles Todd, which is Inspector Ian Rutledge, number 24. We have a new MC Beaton. Death of a Green-Eyed Monster, which is Hamish Macbeth, number 34. 
And we have some standalone novels, The Family Chow by Lan Samantha Chang, The Violin Conspiracy by Brendan Slocum, and The Christie Affair by Nina de Gramont about Agatha Christie. And we have a bunch of thrillers and crime novels, Abandoned in Death by J.D. Robb, which will be book 54 of 55 in the series. Whoa. Closing it off pretty soon. And then we have Nothing to Lose by J.A. Jance, which is J.P. Beaumont, number 25. And the third and final book of the Gwendy's Button Box Trilogy by Stephen King, Gwendy's Final Task. We've got Sierra Six by Mark Greeny, which is The Gray Man, number 11. Dark Horse by Greg Hurwitz which is Orphan X number seven. Steel by James Patterson, which is Instinct number three. And City of the Dead by Jonathan Kellerman, Alex Delaware number 37. And we also have a couple of fantasy novels, if that's your favorite genre. House of Sky and Breath by Sarah J. Moss, which is the second in her Crescent City series. And This Woven Kingdom by Tahere Mafi. And in easy fiction, we have Mina by Matthew Forsyth, which is the author of Paco and the Drum, one of our new children's books from 2021. And in junior fiction, we have The Princess in Black and the Mermaid Princess by Shannon Hale, number nine in the series. The Babysitter's Club, number 11, Goodbye Stacy, Goodbye, adapted and illustrated by Gabrielle Epstein, from the novel by Anne M. Martin. And finally, Never After, The Stolen Slippers by Melissa Dela Cruz, The Chronicles of Never After, number two. So you can check out any of those books and we are happy to help you put holds on any of those books, or you can do so using the Prairie Cat app or website. Okay, so we are now in the second month of the Read Harder Challenge. And that is a challenge put out by Book Riot, which is a website about books. There are 24 tasks, which is a super month, to challenge readers to explore settings, characters, formats, genres, and perspectives they might not have otherwise have tried. You can find the list on bookriot.com or in the link of the description of this episode. We have copies available at the front desk of the PDF version where you can check off and write down the books you've read for the challenge. So, January. Yeah. How did we do? I would say that I completed one in a fourth challenges. <laughs> I finished the final girl support group. Very good. Did not see the choice coming. And I'm like a fourth of the way through Catcher in the Rye. But then I started playing Animal Crossing, so. <laughs> On my end of things, I'm having a hard time tracking down the book. <laughs> the Babysitter's Club book that I was going to read is not in our system. And so I need to find other ways to get it. Dun, dun, dun. So I'm yeah. working on that. And then... The other book, Koki, A Life Well Lived, our copy is missing. (laughs) 
So now we're looking for that. Yeah. So basically I've done zero. I will read them, but just not in January. <laughs> so here we're going to share two books that we are hoping to read in February <laughs> to continue the challenge. So Victoria, would you like to go first? I would love to. So this month, the challenges that I will be doing are challenge number three, read any book from the Women's Prize shortlist, longlist, or winner list. And that can be from any year. So the book I will be reading is The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller, which won the Women's Prize for Fiction in 2012. Patroclus, an awkward young prince, has been exiled to the kingdom of Thea to be raised in the shadow of King Peleus and his golden son Achilles. The best of all the Greeks, strong, beautiful, and the child of a goddess, Achilles is everything the shamed Patroclus is not. Yet despite their differences, the boys become steadfast companions. Their bond deepens as they grow into young men and become skilled in the arts of war and medicine, much to the displeasure and the fury of Achilles' mother, Thetis, a cruel sea goddess with a hatred of mortals. When word comes that Helen of Sparta has been kidnapped, the men of Greece, bound by blood and oath, must lay siege to Troy and her name. Seduced by the promise of a glorious destiny, Achilles joins their cause, and torn between love and fear for his friend, Patroclus follows. Little do they know that the fates will test them both as never before and demand a terrible sacrifice. Built on the groundwork of the Iliad, Madeline Miller's page-churning, profoundly moving, and blisteringly paced retelling of the epic Trojan War marks the launch of a dazzling career. I am so excited to read this book. I read the Iliad in college, and it was one of the things that I read in college that was profoundly moving, and I really enjoyed it. So I'm excited to read that. And the second challenge I'll be doing is challenge number 12, read an entire poetry collection, which will be easier for me than most folks, I think, because I love poetry. So I decided to go on a little journey through Goodreads lists and find some poets that I haven't come into contact with yet. And I decided to go for Postcolonial Love Poem by Natalie Diaz. She's an indigenous writer and I'm very excited to read that collection. What are you going to be reading this February? I'm hopefully reading this February. <laughs> I do have one of the books checked out, so we are well on our way to yes. actually reading it. <laughs> so the first book that I'm going to be reading, and I have constantly seen this book while shelving books before, and I picked it up and read the description. I was like, I'm going to read this, and then I didn't. But now I am. So yeah. for challenge number two, a book set in a bookstore, I'll be reading Mr. Penumbra's 24-hour bookstore. I'll read a short little summary here. The Great Recession has shuffled Clay Jannon out of his life as a San Francisco web design drone. And serendipity, sheer curiosity, and the ability to climb a ladder like a monkey has landed him mm -hmm. a new gig working the night shift at Mr. Penumbra's 24-hour bookstore. 
but after just a few days on the job, Clay begins to realize that this store is even more curious than the name suggests. There are only a few customers. They come in repeatedly and never seem to actually buy anything. Instead, checking out impossibly obscure volumes from strange corners of the store, all according to some elaborate, long-standing agreement with the gnomic Mr. Penumbra. The store must be a front for something larger, Clay concludes, and soon he's embarked on a complex analysis of the customer's behavior and roped his friends into helping him figure out just what's going on. But once they bring their findings to Mr. Penumbra, it turns out the secrets extend far outside the walls of the bookstore. Anyway, I'm super excited to read that. It's so good. I read it a couple She's of She's already ago. read it, so I'll I have to... highly recommend. It is amazing. Then for the second book I'll be reading in February, this is to complete the challenge at number 24. Pick a challenge from any of the previous year's challenges to repeat. And so you can scroll through on the BookRite website. You can find like the past lists. And so one of the challenges from last year was read a book set in the Midwest, which this is where we are. So Heck I thought yeah. it sounds perfect. So I'm going to be reading the first novel published by Jeffrey Eugenides, which kind of has a touchy title. So I'm not going to repeat it here. But I'm, I've been thinking about reading it for a long time, and I think it'd be an interesting way to complete this particular challenge. So yes. Emily and I are going to read that one Yes, because she's going to read it because she's seen the movie. Seen the movie. Yeah. So that completes challenge number 14. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then we can watch the movie together. Yes. So. That's how we're doing on our challenge. Let us know how you're doing. We'd yeah. love to know if people are participating along with us. Definitely. And also share our book recommendations for each challenge. If you read something for January that you really loved, please let us know. Please, because yes. I have not decided all the books I'm reading yet, and no, I'm still I. looking. So We're going with the flow. Moving on to our main topic. The main event. Our winners of the short story contest. Yeah. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted stories. They're all great. I loved reading them. <laughs> this was a very enjoyable experience. I loved every single entry we got. Yes, it's great. We are going to read one of them on air. We're going to announce each winner for their age bracket and honorable mentions. The winner of each age bracket will receive $15 in chamber bucks. And then for the honorable mentions in the category, they will receive $10 in chamber bucks because we'd like to reward everybody yes. who participated because everybody had some great stories. So for our first age bracket, nine and under... Our winner is Brenya Cox with her story called My Story of Friend and Foe. Woo! Her story is realistic fiction involving like sort of a redemption arc of a person experiencing homelessness. And it's very mature for such a young yes. writer. So 
Thank you for submitting that, Brynja. Yes, it's great. Great work. <laughs> Continue writing. Then, for our next age bracket, our entries were Anne Dykeisen with The Mysterious Constitution, Sam Mills with A Clear Path, Anna Blevins with The Last on Earth Book One, Last and Found. They're all great. They're all, They're all wonderful. So good. I was so impressed it's, with all of them. It's hard to choose. It was really hard to pick a winner for but us. But we did make a decision. Yes. And the winner is Sam Mills Whoa. with A Clear Path. For our 10 to 14 age bracket. Yes. So Sam is the winner. Honorable mentions to Anne and Anna. Excellent yes. work. Also you great Can't wait stories. to see all the things they're going to write. The Mysterious Constitution is very national treasure. Emily if texted seen me that movie, so excited when I she read it. I read it. And <laughs> it's a wonderful story. Yes, very creative. And then Sam's, which we'll be reading on the podcast. It's like Beautiful. a fantasy story. And, and then, then Anna's Last on Earth Book, book one, one, which implies the rest sequels, yeah. Last and Found is about the last girl on Earth and her dog. So the main character, Kyla, has been to every state. All of them. All of them. She's the last in America. She, she Yeah. She's just... Wandering around with her dog. Yes. She decides to cross the ocean. And you'll never guess where she ends up. And if she is maybe not the last. It's very creative. I enjoyed it a lot. Very dystopian. Yes, that's what the word we're looking for. Yes. So excellent entries. And then for our final age bracket. 15 to 18. Our winner is Dylan Anderson yeah. with a untitled story, but that does not make it any less fascinating. It's amazing. Okay, let me set the scene for you. This story, it's a transcript of recordings that a detective makes, and the font is written out in the transcript font, Yeah, like the typewriter kind of. Yeah. Excellent and the formatting. beginning the beginning paragraph is, and I quote, The following is a transcript covering the events of an investigation which took place in Kearney, Nebraska, 2021, and has been shared in its entirety in accordance with the Illinois Freedom of Information Act, 1989. And there's even, Amazing. like, the clicks where the yeah. recording starts. So good. If we had, Wow. We wanted to read this one on the podcast, but... The Since it content is, is a little a, bit sensitive for some listeners. So. It is a crime investigation, so. Yeah. But. But that would have been fun to do the, like, back This then. is, yeah. like, top-notch, like. Excellent. Writing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Great job, Dylan. It's fantastic. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted short stories. Maybe this can be a recurring thing at the yes. library so we appreciate your participation in our first ever bts 
short story contest with and many more to come hopefully. we'll do a poetry contest next yes oh Maybe my gosh we'll do, i would love that let us know we'll if do you another, would like a another type of, co- yes. of thing there are many categories of literature to explore here and as always our final segment ask a librarian this month's question is do you have any short story recommendations yes yeah victoria what is your favorite short story my favorite short story well i don't know if i could pick one because i okay well what's a good one you want to tell the audience about so my favorite short story one that i return to quite often is the title story from a collection called werewolves in their youth by michael chabon and i found this during an episode of this american life my favorite npr radio show and it is from an episode that I listen to quite often. You can listen to it on their website in the archives. It's called Kid Logic. It's from 2001. And Michael Chabon reads an excerpt from this story and is just fantastic. He's just so imaginative. And it's about these two kids. And one of them is pretending to be a werewolf. But he's, you know, it goes back and forth between like the kid's imagination and it just feels so real it's amazing highly recommend listening to that and reading some of his short stories do you have a favorite short story i have a collection we have a collection of short stories by tom hanks oh yes the actor called uncommon type i i loved all of them (laughs) it's (laughs) It's 17 short stories. It's fantastic. He's a great writer. Really? Yes. So I read the whole thing. And normally I don't read short stories. Yeah, me It's either. just not my genre of choice. Yeah. Usually I read like full novels or like nonfiction books. But I loved it. We have this book in the library. It's in the adult fiction section. You can find it. Yeah. Amazing. Highly recommend. It's fantastic. And we had a lot of fun reading the uh, and short also these from short Morrison. stories have to be my my favorite too yeah, because definitely. they're wonderful. Yes, very special to us. Yes. If you have a question for Ask a Librarian, send us an email with the subject line between the stacks at ask.odell.library@gmail.com. That's it for this episode. Happy, Happy reading. reading. Between the Stacks is written and hosted by Victoria Horn and Emily Lenore. Special thanks to the entire Odell Library staff, library board, and friends of Odell, and our short story contributors. Thanks to all of our wonderful patrons who support the library, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast.